0: The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk
1: with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help.
0: Now we have News Talks technology correspondent Jess Kelly joining us to answer your tech questions. Get them to us on 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. And uh, Jess, before we get to the tech questions, you've got some new tech toys you want to talk about uh, and they're Apple products. But also we want to talk about that little story we heard on the news about um, Apple being able to ID you, face ID you, Mm -hmm. while you're wearing a mask. My goodness.
1: Yeah, This is a huge leap because, as you know, Pat, I was using an iPhone 12 Pro Max for quite some time, but I actually stopped using it because of this very problem. So um, it doesn't have a fingerprint scanner on the latest iPhone model. Uh, So if you're wearing your mask, obviously enough, it doesn't have a huge amount of your face to see, so it couldn't open the phone. However, Apple have done an update on the iOS, and there's a bit of a catch. Uh, If you have an Apple Watch and then you update the software on your iPhone. It will be able to scan your face But you'll also get a little sort of um, hepatic feedback onto your Apple Watch to let you know that it has been opened. But the key thing here is that the Apple Watch needs to be in close vicinity to your phone for it to work. So it can scan your eyes and it can it's not, I suppose, as accurate a reading as if it had your whole face. But the the second layer of security there is having the Apple Watch close Mm. by to give you the alert and um, the the, the sort of the range between the two will, will enable the phone to unlock.
0: Yeah. I mean, they need, don't they, an an iris reader, the eye, the iris of the eye as an identifier. And then you just bring your phone very close up to your face and that would do the job. But that's not what they've done. Anyway, um, that's something they're playing with at the moment. You've been playing with the iPad Air 2020 and the Apple Pencil. Tell me.
1: Yeah. It's fantastic. So I bought this over the weekend. Um, I suppose like everyone else, I've been looking for lockdown hobbies. I like drawing and I decided, I did a bit of research on all the different Apple uh, iPad models. Um, And I kind of was considering initially the basic iPad model because it's available from €360, which is quite affordable for a tablet, particularly an Apple tablet. Um, It has a 10.2 inch screen screen, It's the slightly older design. And while that would have been fine for the drawing, I was then reading more up on the different models and thought, okay, maybe I should invest in something a little bit more powerful if I decided I want to work off it, for example. So that's where the iPad Air comes into play. And it has a 10.9 inch screen, so slightly bigger it has the new build, so it looks quite like the iPhone 12 with the, the boxier design. And it has the more powerful chip set inside, so it has the A14 Bionic chip. It also has small things like a USB-C charger, which is a massive leap from Apple's point of view. All of the other devices have the Apple Lightning connect- connector, so you need to have a separate cable, which is a bit of a pain The Air also has extra storage, so I bought the basic model. It was uh, 64 gigabytes of storage versus 32, um, which is the basic on the the basic iPad. So between the extra storage, the better connectors and the better chipset, I decided to go for this one. So it's €620, which is expensive. However, I worked, I did my full day's work yesterday office um, and it is absolutely powerful enough. You can edit on it, uh, you can edit photographs. I got the Procreate app, which is great for drawing and doodling and all the rest. And I have to say, I am blown away by it. The big thing, and Pat, you and I both like the the Galaxy Note range of phones because it comes with a stylus. I like handwritten notes. Uh, So I bought the Apple Pencil And the recognition of the pencil uh, on the page is incredible. The sensitivity is brilliant. It has some really clever features like you can go into the settings on the different apps and you can identify how you hold the pencil so that the tablet doesn't read your palm or your palm pressure doesn't Mm. get in the way of what you're trying to write. Uh, The conversion from handwriting to text is also fantastic. So I have to say, you know, I'm only a few days in but it is much more of a practical device than I would have assumed it would be. I had an iPad years ago. Obviously, they've come on leaps and bounds. But this is very much a producti- a productivity device that you can use for entertainment.
0: Any negatives at all?
1: Yeah, there's one or two. And it wouldn't be me without having a moan. But the the biggest thing that I found is it's Apple being Apple. And by that, I mean the compatibility between certain applications and the iPad is just not up to scratch. Now, obviously, the the app providers are partly to blame for that as well. One example is OneNote. So that is Microsoft's uh, note-taking application. I use it all the time across all of my devices. And for me to use it on the iPad, you have basic functionality. But one thing you can't do is the conversion from handwriting to text which, again, sounds like get over yourself. But in terms of functionality, it is actually quite frustrating. And there are a few different bits and pieces like that. Google Drive, for example, doesn't work as seamlessly as you would like. So there are small little niggly issues. But overall, like I'm here using it again today as my main work device. And beyond that, I have nothing to moan about.
0: Now let's um talk about the questions because um they're coming in thick and fast. Looking to upgrade my phone, what would you consider the better phone for work and general usage, the Galaxy Ultra Note uh, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra or the iPhone 12 Pro Max? Oh,
1: tough question and the The Note has the stylus, which is a fantastic tool to have. If you are working from the device, it is very useful. But I would say the iPhone 12 Pro Max is a better phone in general. Um, I just think in terms of performance, in terms of camera, in terms of battery, I would probably
0: go for that one. I have a golf simulator in my garage. I need to extend Wi-Fi from the house. Can you recommend something? I know you mentioned the Nova. I have 80 metres to span. That's from Ben. Lucky Ben. Yes,
1: yeah, look at you. Uh, the uh, the tendenova comes in different um, there's like different stages or different tiers of it. So the M3 is the basic one. They say that that would cover and extend Wi-Fi in an average size home. You can then go to the M6, which is slightly more expensive, but you have a greater range. So I am useless at this sort of stuff. But if you go on and look at the different range and then see which one best fits your needs, but that's the exact function of the Nova is to, to do exactly that, get your golf simulation. Later working in your garage.
0: How can I solve the problem of not being able to access Facebook pages from my 12-year-old Apple computer? Seemingly, Facebook updated their systems and my old computer is not compatible. Facebook just keeps flashing. I've tried contacting and writing them for over three months, but to no avail. That's from Anne.
1: Well, congratulations on getting twelve years out of a laptop or a computer. That's incredibly impressive. Unfortunately, um, the like the reason we have software updates and all the rest is because the technology continues to move. So maybe the technology that Facebook is using requires uh, newer software on your device. Unfortunately, I don't know of a way of getting around that. Um, I don't know if perhaps you could look at getting the computer updated in some way, shape or form, or perhaps you could just access it from your phone or, or another device. I know it's not the perfect solution, but there's not a whole lot we can do on that front. Okay.
0: Because that's geriatric in the extreme, isn't it? A 12 year old Apple computer. That's the way it yeah. is. I've been SIM only with Tesco for five years and very happy, but thinking of changing to 48.ie, Clear Mobile, or Gomo. Uh, but I don't want to move for a cheap rate that will end up being a hassle. Your advice, please? And also looking at buying either Nokia 5.3 or Samsung A12. Any advice asks Kira. Two questions.
1: Um. OK, so firstly, on the budget network thing, there are so like you've listed all the, the key players in that field. The one that I would go to if I were choosing one would be Clear Mobile because it's on the Vodafone network and Vodafone does have the best coverage around the country, Um With any of these mobile networks, you're not going to get the same customer service as if you were on Vodafone 3, you know, the big networks. That's the compromise that you're making. But the clear mobile offering is very good. I think it's 13 euro a month for everything that you would need. Uh, In terms of the phone, I would go for the Nokia 5.3. We had that in the studio a few months ago, and it's a fantastic phone for the price. And the cameras on it are incredible. So that would be my choice there.
0: I'm just about to buy a Mac Air. Do you think the Apple Care is worth €250?
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm actually having this debate with myself at the moment about my iPad Air. Um, I think for the iPad Air, it's, eighty quid for the year for the Apple Care and I think I'm going to do it just because the Apple Care does give you um you know, you're go- you're going to get full support if something goes wrong with software and so on. You're also going to get um repair slash replacement if something physically goes wrong with it. And I think when you're spending you that it. level does it
0: cover if you drop it, um Jess?
1: Yeah, it depends on the, the nature Air. of the drop. Yeah, but if it, if it cracks, if the screen is cracked and all the rest, yes, I can get a replacement screen. So I do think that in that regard, it is worth it because we've heard horror stories from people, Pat, about people who break their phone two days after getting it and then they have to pay yep. almost the same price as the phone to fix it. So I do think I'm going to go for it. €250 Euro is a lot of money, but the iPad Air is, what, 14 euros €1,500. Euro, so perhaps I, I do think it would probably be worth it, yes.
0: Tom at Temple says, I have a 2009 MacBook Pro 13-inch. Can this be upgraded as some applications will not run on it now? But I love my MacBook, says Tom. That's pretty geriatric too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: we're getting a lot of people who are getting good value from their technology. The good thing is, yes, it can be upgraded. Um, Colin Baker from Back From the Future on Angel Street in Dublin, they have a few stores around the place, but this is something that they specialize in. So Colin will always say, never chuck out a computer until you see if it can be updated. So they can do things like take the motherboard out and put in a solid state hard drive, um, you know, boost up the RAM, whatever needs mm. to be done. They can sort of breeze new life into a laptop. So get on to them or other specialists like that uh, who can hopefully do a job for you.
0: Uh, when will the HomePod Mini be available in Ireland, asks Eamon.
1: We don't know. Some of the Apple products just get held back um, from sort of parts of Europe for different reasons. I don't fully understand why they do it. Uh, There's a lot of demand for it at the moment. Usually the big Apple events take place in September of every year. Um, So perhaps this September they might announce that they're coming to Europe. But uh, who knows?
0: I followed Jess's recommendation and installed Nova M3 at the weekend. It's transformational. Really great, says Ian and Sandyman, So full marks to you, Jess. Uh, this one, with a recent update, my iPhone has started automatically reducing the volume when I'm listening to music or podcasts on my phone. As I'm deaf, this is very annoying as I have to take my phone out and readjust the volume each time. Can I switch off this feature? asks Paddy.
1: Yeah, this is so annoying. It happens to me. I go around and I shouldn't be doing it, but I go around with very, very loud music all the time and it automatically does it to um, sort of protect your hearing. Obviously, if, you, if you're if you hearing impaired, you don't need that. Off the top of my head, I don't know is the honest answer. But if you go into the accessibility options on the iPhone, you may be able to override it and ensure that the, the volume is kept at a particular level.
0: Um. Can't just tell me why it's very difficult to input a new passport in my n- password in my new iPad. Sometimes it takes at least 5 minutes for the password to input. As from Helen.
1: Oh, I don't know what that would be. Um, I honestly don't know because there could be a few different reasons why that's happening or scenarios in which it's happening. If it's you typing it and it's it's just not recognizing it, then that could be an issue with the screen. Or if it could be, you know, if you save it to your keychain, which is, um, the password service on Apple devices, it could just be your internet is slow in importing it. So I'd probably need a bit more information before um, sort of answering that one, unfortunately.
0: Okay, Helen, you might pass us on some more information. We'll pass it on to Jess. Um, My sons have left me discarded mobile phones. How do I dispose of them, considering all the valuable trace elements that are contained therein? That's from Mary.
1: Yeah this is a good question so and someone else has just emailed me about that in the last half hour as well so when it comes to getting rid of mobile phones the first thing you need to do is you need to ensure that you have completely wiped the device and by that i mean i don't mean just you know deleting the information you want to reset it to factory settings and that will ensure that all of your information is gone then in terms of you know disposing of them, there are a few different options. There are charities, for example, um, who will take devices and repurpose them. So whether that is Kamara Education or there is one um, for children with autism as well. So there are different charities that you can donate the phones to. Again, they will completely flush them and make sure that there's no information on them and repurpose them. Uh, or you could try and sell it depending on the value of the phone. Um, but there are definitely things that can be done but you just the, the key thing is to make sure that you go through that step of erasing everything and resetting the phone to factory settings
0: Alright Jess look we have so many questions and not enough time to get answers from you and we'll pass on some of these questions to you as well that you might be able to answer more directly but Jess Kelly our technology correspondent uh, thank you very much for joining us